0: Hello, everyone. This is Brian with Good Dog Workshop. We're your podcast resource for successfully working with your dog. We'll help you sift through all the wrong and ridiculous information out there. We'll help you understand dogs and how to effectively work with a dog's nature, not against it. In short, we'll teach you how to speak dog. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Once again, I'm joined by my good buddy, Carlos Marino. How are you doing, Carlos?
1: Good, Brian. And we'll also teach you about self-awareness, which is what we're going to talk about today, which is, I believe, the fourth one in the series of self-awareness. That's right. And you seem to have an interesting case, right, that we usually talk about self-awareness as people having lack of self-awareness, but now we actually have a situation where actually the self-awareness helps somebody right away in the present.
0: You know? Yeah, this was a really interesting one. I was excited to to you know come back from this appointment, take my notes. Um, and to talk about this, so this is a, this is a woman, and again, I'm not going to use, uh, use the, the right names, but this is a woman who I had met previously a couple months ago, and i uh, got to say, when I first saw her in the parking lot, I just saw weak body language, and she shook my hand. She was very nice, very nice lady. She shook my hand, very weak grip. And very soft, you know, tone to her voice, just, you know, just exuding softness. And I'm like, oh, this lady, she's not going to know anything about how to be assertive with her dogs. And she asked me a whole bunch of questions that yeah. were all from that realm. And so I wasn't expecting to, you know, a whole lot from, uh, from this, this training session with this lady, but boy, was I surprised. This was so cool to, to walk in and, and, and be Pleasantly surprised by how self-aware this lady, this lady was.
1: Yeah, because it also sounds like a little bit of information you gave me. also sounds like uh, she was kind of on her own, had a lot of dogs, and had other issues going on. So it's, it's one thing to make an assessment of somebody, and, and they have poor body language, weak body language. And then there's baggage on top of that. I mean, it right. sounded like she really had covered <laughs> the gamut of, hey, unfortunate situation, but she was still strong enough. Um, to be able to pull it together as you visit with her. Like. Yeah,
0: and, and now that you say that, not only strong enough, but but self-aware enough as well. You know, you can be self-aware and realize, but then she had the the, the strength of character or constitution or ability or whatever to be able to make the changes. So it was a really, really cool appointment. Um, so when I first met this lady, I didn't meet her dogs. So the way she described her dogs, I was thinking these were going to be three hyper bouncy dogs um possibly maybe a little bit of anxiety or or aggression in in one uh but it turned out that these dogs responded really well to uh to everything so, so it was terrific so and uh, i'm just wondering just um before we get too far what what do you recall the the client actually telling you the issue was oh she had told me that um uh, one of her dogs is not good on, on leash. Uh, one of her dogs barks constantly uh, once someone comes into the into the house. Uh, and then another for that reason, which I always I always don't like um as, as people so got first cut option. Off.
1: Yeah, you got cut off there the last three, four seconds. Can you repeat the last part? You said one dog barks, one, one dog yeah, pulls one, and the last one. one do-
0: yeah, one dog barks uh, a, a lot as soon as she hears someone or he hears someone at the at the door, and then continues barking as they're coming up the stairs. And I think carries on until the person gets settled down. Hmm. Um, uh, the first dog pulls on pulls on leash, but then I think part of that was resolved when she started using a prong collar. Um, gotcha. And then yeah. the third dog. Um, I forget what the issue was there. I I think he was kind of demanding of affection with, with people, but only when he got familiar with them. And then when he started playing with a person, he would get pretty mouthy with them. So it was kind of gotcha. a little bit of everything, but no aggression in any of this, oh, okay. but okay. definitely a, a lack of a lack of leadership and kind of a lack of direction uh, based on how the dogs were, were behaving.
1: And this, I'm just curious. Cause when I think about a person, who is maybe inexperienced with one dog and then gets multiple? How does that happen? I mean, wouldn't one want to just say, all right, one's enough and I won't get two. And then now three, how does that happen? is she, was she able to explain that to you? Or it just kind of like, that she got them all at the same time?
0: No, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. That's one I didn't ask, but I didn't kind of feel the need to, to ask that question. I think I already had the answer. Um, and again, not using her name so I can give give a lot of details, but I will alter some just in case. Um, so this lady was getting dogs as she was going through struggles in life. You know, a lot of, a lot of couples out there will have a child when they're having, you know, a tough, tough time in their relationship. Um, And so I think that's how she got one dog and two dogs and, and three dogs. And the last dog was kind of this old, small chihuahua, like senior dog that probably wasn't going to get, you know, didn't have a great chance for an adoption um, because he has kind of this, this skin issue as well. Um, And so, you know, she ended up being what I would say, she ended up being a rescuer of dogs because she needed rescuing at various points in, in her life. Um, and it was so, it was so cool to, to talk to her about these things. And we, we were very, very forward about all this. Um, so in any case, got in there and rang the doorbell and heard, you know, dog number one start and then dog number two just kept going and going and they were at the door and she was trying to block them, but I know she, she wanted me to see their behavior. So she let them, you know, come forward and, and the, the black lab was, so it was quiet at that point, but, um, still very forward and very, very comfortable being right on me. As soon as I walked in, she hit, was in a townhouse in this tiny little, little foyer with all heart surfaces. Yeah. Every, everything was echoing. And then she had a Sheltie who was bark, 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 just constantly going. Um, and then this little, um, this little Chihuahua thing was quiet, but also very excited. So it was nothing but excitement. And she showed very little control Even though she was trying, you know, come on, stop it, cut it out, knock it off. And she wasn't being firm enough with them. But then when they finally responded to me a little bit, or I should say when I finally gave them a correction to tell them to settle down, then she instantly went into the mode of, okay, you guys back up the stairs and because it was, you know, foyer and then immediately you have to go upstairs. She got them to back up and quiet down in a heartbeat. And so I knew at that point she was capable Of being a leader to these dogs and correcting them and regaining control she just had to be in a position of okay this is irritating me or this is embarrassing so now I'm intense enough to be able to address these dogs
1: right and uh, I was going to compare that to the last awareness podcast we did Uh, similarly speaking sometimes you just have to see someone do it right And that's your learning style, right? A visual uh, exercise, if you will. See what it is to correct the dog and what the intensity uh, that may be required. And then collect that information and then just repeat. And sometimes uh, people are fine with that. And and sometimes it's not enough. But in this case, it sounded like she just needed you to kind of uh, give her the example, lead the way. And it sounded like she picked up on it very quickly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what happened.
1: It was really cool to see. Yeah, cuz usually and the reason you say that I'm I'm just going to add a little bit here is cuz usually yeah. we don't we don't see that. And usually we see a kind of a struggle, not so much that people can't learn what we're teaching them, but they internalize a lot of what we're teaching them and they have a lot of co- internal conflict. I guess you could describe it as they don't know if they really want to they don't know how to assert themselves right. right the correction and so it's not that we don't have faith that they can do it. It's just usually a, a longer process. And this is why I think you would agree, Brian, that that, that it sounds like this is a little bit unique. Because she kind of picked up on it like that and immediately applied it, and it worked.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she and she had been doing it, but only. To a certain degree or maybe only having to do with certain circumstances or aspects of of her relationship with her dog because she was able to get them to settle down and she was able to, you know, use energy and body language and sound and touch to varying degrees when she understood when to use them and how to use them, and that was the thing. She kind of had the tools, but she didn't know which tool to use when and what what their purpose was. So it was really cool to kind of just bring all this together and then and then say, "Okay, now you try it," and then she would just do it successfully.
1: And and it and it sounded like she was was able to do this with three dogs that are right. all completely different,
0: very different,
1: right? I assume they're different breed, different age, and so it kind of uh, speaks to that. Truism about, hey, you know the, the 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 techniques work. It really doesn't matter all that much about what kind of dog, how old, what breed. It's just about you, right? That you and and the connection you have, and the intensity, and able to uh, follow through and have the assertion and
0: timing. Exactly.
1: So it just sounded like was this a short session? Then I mean, did you <laughs> get your money's worth? Which is kind of walk in, you're <laughs> kind of out of there.
0: I was I was only there an, an, an hour because that's what she was planning for. But oh, when okay. when she said we're getting close to our time, I was like, "Yeah, I'm you know I'm totally satisfied that you sure. uh, have learned everything that that I've I've need you to." But what was most interesting about this was when we first started to started to to sit down and the dogs had had got gotten settled. Um, she had told me about and there's well there's a a list here that um she's widowed and i don't know whether it's been a year a couple of years or a couple of months didn't get into that with her um and that she went from living with her parents as a as a as a young woman to living with her husband and so she had not been alone until her husband died okay um and she uh uh she had moved from her her house in a in a town nearby to this townhouse and it sounded like she liked her house before so that she could be near a relative of hers who has been, uh, struggling with, um, with cancer for nearly 20 years. And she kept naming all these things that were all about health or emotional struggles. um, And her, um, being you know, doing something for, for someone else and, and kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, but, but putting, putting others before herself,
1: like altruistic,
0: like, yeah, yeah. It's some, it's a word that starts with an S I can't, can't think of it. Um, and then, but, but all of this, when I, when I started to piece it together, I said, well, it sounds like that your relationship with, with, your dogs has all been about emotion, and she basically said the same thing to me at the same time. And I and right there, I knew, okay, this lady is is very aware of what she's doing. She just doesn't know how to how to undo it or how to how to change because she has an emotional uh, relationship with her lab, and she has a different kind of emotional relationship with her Sheltie, and she has a different a third kind of emotional relationship with her other dog. And so it was all about emotion with her dog instead of. Putting the emotion on the back burner for now. Being a leader to them and telling them, you know, don't do this behavior. Do this one instead. And if you do, I'm going to challenge you on that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct you, um, and show you that you don't get to to disobey me. It, it was it was so so cool and very very rewarding for me to see her just absorb the information and then right. act instantly and be able to do it. And when she got up to um, uh, to get the leash or to show me something in the kitchen. You know, I saw this this older woman who, oh, that was the other thing. She had had back surgery recently and, and a dog who isn't good on leash. I'm, you know, that's never a good combination. You know how many clients we've had with, yeah, with yeah. Back, or, back or hip issues. And when she got up to to lead me into the kitchen, I saw this lady who was very capable and wasn't going to let this back surgery get the better of her. You know, she really moved with purpose. And, and I you know, I just can't say enough of how cool and how rewarding it was to see someone know the changes that they need to make almost instantly. It was very, very it was it was great to to see that. Yeah,
1: it was very inspiring. And, um, and I know from when I used to do appointments, um, we 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 concern ourselves a little bit with okay, you can be overwhelmed. That's that's obvious. Whether you're young or you're older and, and it went rain it pours. And it sounded like in her situation, there's a lot going um, that wasn't so positive, but sometimes all you need is, is that little bit of, uh, of guidance to be empowered and maybe having her dogs and giving her that purpose of leadership and being assertive gave her that the little turnaround that she needs to go. You know what? I have a purpose here. My dogs need me. I'm going to be a leader for them. And even though there's all these things going on uh, that are adverse and um, stressful in nature, the dogs can actually help you. Uh, through that, once you know and understand what your role is, instead of just saying, oh, these dogs are pets and they're going to help me fill this void, I'm going to actually learn more about them, their needs, and we're going to have a mutual thing and it's going to help me uh, through whatever I'm going through. And, some, and the animals are, 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 have always been great that way, as long as you put in the time.
0: Yeah, and I know, I know she was willing to because she really, really does does enjoy having these animals around and wasn't so overtly affectionate like a lot of, a lot of clients that we, that we work with are. And one other thing that I wanted to mention that stood out to me is oftentimes, um, you know, her dogs don't get enough socialization out on the, out on the walks because, you know, people avoid, uh, avoid encounters with other dogs. Um, and I said, well, you, you know, you just practice this and and do a, uh, do a walk near someone or behind someone or, or better yet, because your dog is so Uh, so easy on leash I said give them the socialization they need by just pairing up with someone in your in your neighborhood and walking together you know a a walking buddy and most people when we say that to they make a face they're like oh I don't want to meet someone in my neighborhood and have a you know a play date like that she was open to it and she she you know was looking forward to doing that so I think what you said there is Maybe what we talked about or what I showed her was inspiring enough or or triggered her to say, you know what, I'm going to look forward to, to doing these things and I'm not going to be stuck wherever I am. And maybe, you know, maybe she is kind of, kind of lonely in a, in a sense, um, because she is now, now retired, um, Sure. Uh, or, you know, so it, maybe she kind of needed someone to talk to or, or, you know, maybe she just needed someone to show her once and for all, you know, this is all it takes to, to make your dogs such good followers for you because they were very responsive from the, from the get go, but whatever it was, I saw it happen and it was so awesome to, to see that. So I'm really, really thankful for, for, for this lady, you know, being a, being a client of ours and, sure. and seeing, seeing that happen very inspiring, like you said.
1: Yeah, and also, you know, one, when you are able to influence someone like that, the likelihood of them talking about it is greater, right? They're, well, yeah, they're that's gonna, true, they're gonna They're going to share it with their, you know, whoever, friends, family, and, and you never know that chain reaction, how far it goes, but it's always nice to hear from that. I remember one time, years and years ago, it, it wasn't to this extent, extent, the lady wasn't overwhelmed, but she did have one very energetic, I think it was a pit bull mixed dog, that she wanted me to help her... Uh, get under control during walks and obviously we went over having the right tools and I showed her what I would do and then I believe we were outside in in her uh, apartment complex like in the parking lot area going over the motions and she had the dog on leash and I believe there was just I think it was a squirrel that came by okay right so you can imagine that the pit bull was triggered its prey drive was triggered and man it just yanked the ever loving, you know, what out of her? Yeah. And I, I, I mean, it wasn't enough for me to be able to to um, step in and help her, but I was very impressed that even though the dog took her down, she didn't let go of the leash. Oh yeah. And she didn't care about <laughs> looking embarrassed and you know being upset. All she knew was that she was hanging on to that leash. Right, right. Good and for man, her. so man, I, I mean, it was sure. It was amusing and it's funny, but. But you can just imagine someone getting taken down very quickly. But also at the same time, you're like, wow, this is impressive. You didn't let go. She got back up and was still listening to what I was saying. So I was like, wow, like I haven't seen that very often. But it's inspiring. when People are able to just to just commit and get through whatever it is they need to get through. And I I think she made a a big impression on me. And I think she got through the worst of it because, you know, that's the worst of it. Pretty much on a leash is getting. Taking to the ground, but she didn't let go, and and uh, I commend her because a lot of times people will let go and they'll freak out, and then there'll be an issue. Who knows where your dog will go then, and if there's a, an altercation. But she was um, uh, committed enough to hang on, and and yeah. was, was willing to continue the session. Didn't say oh, I'm hurt, you know, I need medical attention. She just continued listening to me. I said, Are you okay? She's like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Or but, or 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 be embarrassed, and then and then yeah. allow them allow that emotion to take over and, and then they can't focus anymore. But yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great deal of, of commitment and, re- yeah, and no. resolve. I'm yeah, going to take it down
1: pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gonna hang on to it. Well, good for her. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and so the, the last thing I want to mention about this was when we took her out for her, her lab out for a walk, the, the lab was, was great. And she wasn't walking very fast. And I said, do you normally walk this slowly? She said, no, I normally walk, walk faster. Um, but she, I forget I forget why but but anyway so we got to my truck pretty quickly and I was like okay this is easy so far your dog's doing great so I brought Vivian out um sure. and you know Vivian was was not giving me any signals that she was bothered by this dog her dog was so was pretty chill and moved forward and you know kind of put some uh, stretched the leash out and and I told the the client I said don't put tension on the, on the leash and she instantly just let go and gate not let go of the leash but gave the leash slack and everything was relaxed from there and then brought Ariel out but I just I love it when people understand oh I just I was just told something I need to correct something and they immediately can make the correction and she was just so so calm and focused and and pleasant and really got it it was so it was so cool and she had um I think her last professional job for decades was in cybersecurity so oh. you know there's no real connection between being in that field and and understanding how to be with dogs but this lady got it it was it was so cool yeah maybe we should hire her <laughs> hire her <in> the <laughs> yeah, show. no kidding I'm like, look this lady can do it. you can do it you know who knows yeah. but and and she's she's got to be you know in her in her mid late 60s i would say so not uh, not a spring chicken by any stretch but she was yeah. uh, she was great that's always good to hear uh yeah. that went well well that's pretty much
1: it for me i don't know if you want to wrap it up brian or no, I yeah, think uh,
0: I think we're all set on this one. Anyway, I appreciate you all listening to the uh, these podcasts, especially the self awareness um, series that we're doing, and I'm sure we'll have more. Um. Thank you for listening. Please like us on Facebook and YouTube and, and all those uh, social media sources. And, and please feel free to, to comment and send in your questions to brian at gooddogworkshop.com or contact me directly at 703-489-1319. We really appreciate uh, everyone listening out there. And I just looked at, uh, at our Buzzsprout feed here, and we have now been listened to on six out of seven continents, everything but Antarctica. So we are, uh, we are global now, which is pretty exciting.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Antarctica, who cares about Antarctica, really? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just aliens over there. Who cares? <laughs> yeah,
0: there, there, is, there is that. So okay. okay. Well, thanks for being here, Carlos. This was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, sure. No problem. And uh, I will talk to you next time we, uh, we come up with a, another interesting topic for our listeners.
1: Absolutely. And please comment. We want to uh, hear from you guys and uh, maybe make another topic. So thank you again.
0: Yeah. Thanks very much. Take care.